Being Jim Davis, the podcast with a portrait of itself somewhere in the attic that's getting prettier. <laughs> my name is Chase Greenlee, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, John, Chase. It is April 5th, 1980, and today we are reading the 657th ever. Garfield a rare palindrome. Chris, what happens in the epi- in today's episode? Staring into that skid. <laughs> Chase, <laughs> in today's Garfield, we are all degraded by a very substandard punchline. <laughs> Pretty good synopsis like this that week. That could apply to most of Jim yeah. Davis's work so far, but yeah, yeah Jim that's Davis true. Jim Davis degrades us all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Being Jim Davis degrades us all. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, is it any worse than anything else at this point? Um, mm. It's fine. So in the first panel, are. Garfield and John Thank are in God standard countertop position, except John is facing to the left or stage right, if you prefer. And an unseen speaker is residing off panel. Now this is stage, confu- stage okay, right. Sorry, go on, go on. And says, and the winner of the household cat division is. Now this is very confusing. Ellipsis. Because we would assume that the unseen speaker is the judge, John Arbuckle's mm-hmm. alter ego. I've already forgotten his name. Tweed Herringbone. <laughs> Herringbone. <laughs> Tweed Herringbone. Um, but John Arbuckle is clearly in the in the shot there. Maybe uh, maybe someone else, like the bursar or the comptroller, is just reading yeah, the you judge's don't, no, decision. You don't, yeah, you don't have the judge read out the the results, do you? I don't. I don't. You know, I've never actually been to a cat show. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I guess the bursar would do it. It's probably it's probably that guy. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, okay. Panel two. All right, voice, we we solved that conundrum. Yeah, panel two. Um, the the offsite voice continues. Garfield! Exclamation mark. And John Arbuckle is gleeful. He's very excited, and Garfield seems just uh, you know, not surprised, but satisfied. He paid off the judge. Tweet herringbone. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's yeah, that is how that that expression reads to me. Mm, yeah, it does. He's like, it? yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's like barely, he's not even pretending to be su- surprised. Yeah. yeah. Third. Just glad to see a plan to fall into yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Third panel. John has turned around. Is now clasping <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> he is clasping. With 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 his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, his left arm suspiciously long. Like I feel like we should be able to see his hand, but I'm not going to mention it. Wait, wait, what do and you suspect? I, su- I suspect that John Arbuckle's arm is too long. Yeah, fair. Okay. 
It's like longer than a regular human arm. Yeah, that's that's accurate. I'm, yeah. I mean, I mean, just compare it to the right arm. Maybe he's just got one like, arm longer than the other. That happens sometimes. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and he says, "Congratulations, Scarfield." Panel three, name drop. Did you ever think you could win a cat show? To which Garfield rep- responds, in thought. And I want to stress that this is in the position you would ordinarily expect the punchline of a joke to be. Garfield responds... Punchline, yeah. punchline of two weeks' worth of jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's this all is it. been this is the leading l- up to... Very <laughs> excellent point. Excellent. It's all been leading up to a series of rhetorical questions. 14 days of buildup, all leading up to Garfield mm-hmm. thinking, does a baby go goo? Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> a, a rhetorical <sighs> question. Um... Why would you do this? Right? There's got to be some... Was it funnier in the 80s? Is it just like Garfield... Like, like Is the joke that he never thought he could lose because he thinks Cause so much so of himself? Because he's... Or vainglorious? Yeah. It, w- I mean, it would have that... been so much funnier if, he'd, if he had thought, you know, uh, something about paying off the judge. Or threatening mm-hmm. a judge... Or, you know, something about winning mm-hmm. underhandedly. But this just, ugh. It's just nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. For shame, Jim it's, Davis. I almost wonder if this is like one of those ones where we we think it's really dumb and non-sequitorial, and then we find out that like it's a reference to something. Like, does a baby go goo is like a specific... Oh, illusion! You think, you think this is an illusion, perhaps to a, a sh- the Shakespearean? Yeah, canon? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the Shakespeare thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I think um, Othello says, D- "Does a baby go goo?" <laughs> Cassio was Cassio a character in Othello? Believe so. Yes. Why did I go for him and not Iago? Iago is your go-to. Iago is your go-to. Oh, your go-to for but Cassio goo. is an Othello. Good Thank pull. You. Whew, man. Michael Cassio, yeah. or simply Cassio. I'm not seeing anything when I uh, Google <laughs> does a baby go goo or anything like that. I don't think that's a... I don't think we're missing anything. I think hmm. this is just a bad strip to end the, uh, the series on. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- James did himself a disservice mm, with this one. What are you going to do? And his readers. And the good people mm-hmm. of Muncie, Indiana. Into perpetuity, as we are reading this strip <laughs> 40 <laughs> years later. <laughs> Little did he know in the early uh, days of 1980 that his failure to stick the landing on this two-week cat show... <laughs> <laughs> series would be would be roundly criticized four decades into the future. <laughs> Jokes on him. <laughs> yeah. That'll show him. I think the joke is definitely on us. Yeah, for real mm. though. If you're listening, yeah. Jim Davis, number one, shame on you. 
Number two, you're just going to want to go to www.beingjimdavis.com and click the host our podcast link. (laughs) And honestly, anyone can do it. We're not making special accommodations for you just because you drew and created Garfield. (laughs) You want to co-host the program, Jim Davis. Get in line like everyone else. You've got to wait behind Andy D., who didn't write his or her email or phone number, and so we have no way of getting in touch with this person. Well, I'm sure he or she will contact us now. Seems like it. Or 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 someone else. Will yeah, someone else contact claiming info. to be Andy. D. Yeah, probably it'll be Jim Davis claiming to be Andy. Just <laughs> <laughs> to get on uh, the program. Uh, who hosted this one? Uh, yeah. I did. That was, was me. Not Jim Davis. And you can listen <laughs> to being Jim Davis. Say <laughs> like I know I was not Jim Davis. You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit our website, www.beesonbeige.com. There are things there. You can follow us on Twitter at being Jim Davis. You can follow me at TQ And I'm Jim Davis. Oh no, we're doing the outro. Okay. And I'm at Inscrutable Taco. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals on the road. Drive safe. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.